With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Finsider Daily right here on the Finsider, part of SB Nation Network. And as we approach about seven days into the first week of training camp, lots to talk about the reshuffling on the offensive line. Patrick Flaherty out as offensive line coach. David DiGolomero in. Lots of changes today throughout the offensive line. We will touch on that. And, of course, the quarterback position. No position more important than that on the Dolphins roster. Ryan Fitzpatrick appears to be the clear-cut front runner to be the starter heading into the 2019 season. Can Josh Rosen push him? Can Josh Rosen progress? We know today he came out and said this was his first year identifying the mic. That is a huge, huge red flag. We will talk about that and more on this edition of Finsider Daily. And hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Finsider Daily. I am your host, Josh Houts. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Houts, H-O-U-T-Z. Today is a special July 31st edition, wrapping up the week in review of Dolphins training camp. We know the team takes the field today at 9.40, so there will be plenty of talk about as the day progresses. But first and foremost, big news out of Davey, Florida. Yesterday, the Miami Dolphins fired offensive line coach Patrick Flaherty. And the Dolphins have promoted David Diga Mello, uh, offensive line coach that many believe had a lot to do with turning around that Indianapolis Colts putrid offensive line, turned them into uh, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Sure, Quentin Nelson had a lot to do with that. And it'll be interesting to see how this offensive line progresses, how some of these players develop. We know last time Goog was here, he moved Jesse Davis to right tackle. And lo and behold, that was one of the first moves he made on Tuesday morning, it was seemed like the Dolphins were going to go out there. They were shuffling around some of the offensive line group, you know, playing musical chairs as you would, trying to figure out what the best lineup would be. And as the day progressed, it seemed like there was only one clear-cut front runner, one clear-cut favorite, and that was Laramie Tunsil, a left tackle. Michael Dieter, the rookie who Flaherty just a few days ago came out and said he did not believe was ready to be a starter in the NFL. A few days later... Flaherty is out, Goog is in, and Dieter is running with the first team right guard, or left guard, I should say. Uh, then you look at center, we got Daniel Kilgore, a guy who many people believe you know, was pretty much a wash with Mike Pouncey. Uh, didn't quite see it last year, but again, hampered by injury. Kilgore should have a better season in 2019. Next to him, Chris Reed, one of the players the Dolphins brought in, a low-risk, high-reward signing, a guy that could very well start at right guard, and then next to him, right tackle. Again, Jordan Mills was brought in to be the Dolphins' right tackle as soon as the Buffalo Bills released him. Many people believe that he would be a turnstile there. Huge downgrade from Jawan James. Jesse Davis 
appeared to be the starting right tackle in Goog's final lineup. So you look at it, and you got Laramie Tunsil at left tackle. Again, Michael Dieter at left guard. Daniel Kilgore at center. Right guard is Chris Reed, and right tackle is Jesse Davis. Lots of things to still be decided. We know that this is definitely not going to be the starting roster, at least as of now. It does not seem that this is going to be the clear-cut frontrunner to be the starting rotation for the Miami Dolphins offensive line. Obviously, lots of training camp left, lots of preseason. Time will tell how this plays out, but right now you got Jesse Davis at right tackle. You have to believe that is a better fit there than Jordan Mills. Again, left guard Michael Dieter, happy to see him coming around in the lineup. He is a guy that many believe could start as a rookie. Many believe could be the best guard on the roster. Getting a chance to sit there and play with the ones. Getting a chance to learn next to Laramie Tunsil, arguably one of the best left tackles in football. And that's where we have to turn our focus to now, guys. And that is, is Laramie Tunsil the next man up to get that big contract in Miami? I think without question he has to be next in line for a contract extension. You have to hope it comes before the 2019 season because as we've seen time and time before, the Miami Dolphins love to let these young players uh, reach that last year in their contract. Price will be higher than ever if they do that with Laramie Tunsil. We know how valuable the blind side for a quarterback is. Obviously, if they draft Tua, it would not be his blind side. But Laramie Tunsil, one of the top five left tackles in the NFL, in my opinion, one of the best offensive tackles in the entire NFL a guy that the Dolphins need to find a way to lock up, a guy who has all the potential in the world, fell to the Dolphins mercifully. We know the video that leaked. Thankfully, the Miami Dolphins landed an all-pro player at a position they desperately needed. So for me, Laramie Tunsil signed that man, but you got to love the way this offensive line is playing out, especially for a unit that has struggled so much since Tony Sperano had left. Rest in peace, Coach. Thank you for what you did here. But the offensive line has struggled mightily since Tony Sperano left uh, several years ago. So you hope to see some continuity there. You hope to see some of these young players progress. And hopefully the offensive line is one of the stronger units moving forward. But we know who is potentially going to block for whoever may be the Dolphins' starting quarterback. But now we must talk about the elephant in a room Josh Rosen versus Ryan Fitzpatrick, and by many accounts, it seems like Ryan Fitzpatrick is the clear-cut frontrunner. And for a guy who has been in the NFL for 16 years, a guy that has traveled from one team to a next, has been a backup quarterback for what seems like all 32 NFL teams, you have to love what he's doing with this opportunity. And a lot of fans are up and down on this. Uh, lots of different ways to look at this. But when you got a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is very rarely throughout his career, actually had a chance to start, and when he did... I believe he got a pretty hefty contract proving to be that he could be a capable starting quarterback. Obviously, that all falls apart uh, once he gets that big contract, as we've seen with the Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, circle of life, as you might want to say. But what you get here is a guy that is 36 years old, a guy that never had a chance to be the starting quarterback. You know, he came to Miami. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater spurned the Dolphins, went back to New Orleans to, to sit in Drew Brees' shadow. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, he saw that opportunity to become a starter. He saw that opportunity to lead a team to potentially, you know, a 2019 season when whether you think they're going to be good or bad, for a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick to have a chance to start to feel wanted in the NFL has to mean a lot. And you see it time and time again throughout practice. Uh, first one in, last man out. A real pros pro. A guy that the veterans on this team are flocking to. And when you see something like that take place, when you hear Coach Flores go out there and say, you know, this is going to be a competition all throughout this roster, competition on the offensive line, defensive line, 
secondary, you know, wherever it may be. There is competition all throughout. You saw it with the firing of offensive line coach Patrick Flaherty. Brian Flores is not messing around. So when you hear him say that there is a competition, there is 110% a competition taking place. We know Ryan Fitzpatrick is a clear-cut front runner. We know Alfredo Artiega of three yards per carry is on the ground there in Davie, Florida, and he broke down which quarterback has won the day in training camp so far. It appears it is a three-to-two tally. Obviously, I believe it was two days ago, the quarterbacks were absolutely dreadful. So it looks like overall Josh Rosen had won that one day when they put on pads for the first time. Ryan Fitzpatrick clear and away the front runner to be the starting quarterback heading into the 2019 season. And a lot of people, again, are up in arms about this. Some people like it. Some people hate it. The national media is absolutely bashing it, asking why the Dolphins are going to go out there with Ryan Fitzpatrick when they have Josh Rosen, when they have a young quarterback with all the potential in the world. Why would you start a guy that the verdict is already out on? We know what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. And whether you believe it or not, he is going to ball out for at least four or five games next year. Had 400, I believe it's three consecutive 400-yard games last year. Uh, quite the feat for a guy that was, what, 35 years old. He's 36 now, getting a chance to start for what many believe to be the worst team in the NFL. But what you have here is a guy that, again, he's got a chance to start, got a chance to prove that he belongs in the NFL, and he is taking advantage of that. First one in, last man out. Of course the veterans, of course the rookies are going to flock to that type of mentality. Uh, by many reports, Josh Rosen was the last quarterback onto the field today, so take that for what you may. But overall, he has struggled. Jake Roddick, I mean, that guy probably is not even going to be on an NFL roster when all is said and done. So it's coming down to Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen, coming down to the wire. But as of now, everything is exactly as we expect. We've been in training camp for less than a week, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, the 36-year-old veteran, is absolutely dismantling the 22-year-old second-year player. I believe he's going into his fifth or sixth offensive coordinator in as many years. One of the craziest things you might hear all training camp long came out today, and that was from Josh Rosen that said throughout his collegiate career, throughout his NFL career, he had never been asked to identify the Mike linebacker. And for those of you who have played football, personally I played peewee football. I was never a quarterback, but I do play man all the time, and I do understand the game of football, and I realize that in order to, you know, to sit there and figure out what type of defense the opposition's in to try to figure out what the best play is for you and that offense to run. You have to identify the Mike linebacker. To hear that that is one thing that Josh Rosen has never been asked to do, it is something that he's finally becoming comfortable with. I mean, that says it all. That explains to me right then and there as to how raw this guy is, why this team should absolutely not rush him out there. I mean, there's a lot of people that say, you know, you're going to, you know what Ryan Fitzpatrick is, and you're going to most likely have a top pick going after one of those top quarterbacks, why not see what Josh Rosen has for all 16 games? And for me, uh, that right there sums that up. If the guy cannot identify the Mike linebacker, it's something that he just learned the first week of NFL training camp with his second team. If he hasn't been doing that throughout his NFL career, throughout his collegiate career, I do not think he's quite ready to go out there and be the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. And I think that's pretty much what people at camp have seen. I mean, this is a guy that can make all the throws, but at the same time, He's out there sailing passes over the receivers' heads, throwing balls into the stands, and just overall just looking out of rhythm, out of sync. And when you're asking a guy, again, who has not identified a Mike linebacker, is not completely comfortable reading an NFL defense, this is huge. And that could be a lot of what it is with Josh Rosen. It could be a lot of mental things, a lot of different things that this guy's getting thrown at him that, again, he has not seen throughout his NFL career, has not seen throughout his collegiate career. So I think we just need to temper our expectations, give it time, because, again, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick's team as of now. 
Uh, I believe Josh Rosen will get his chance to prove that he could be the future of the Miami Dolphins, the franchise quarterback, as some might say. And again, if the Dolphins can hit on Josh Rosen, if he can develop throughout the 2019 season, can go out there and prove his worth with this roster. I mean, the Dolphins have a treasure chest of picks next year, have a ton of cap space, so they could really go out there, and if Josh Rosen is the guy, if Josh Rosen proves that he can be an NFL-caliber starter, they can go out there and they can have their pick of an A.J. Espinosa or a Chase Young. They can have their pick at one of these elite pass rushers. But again, if all else fails, then they can have their pick of one of these top quarterbacks. And we know the Tua's are out there, Jordan Love, Justin Herbert, Jake Fromm. You know, the list goes on and on of all the potential franchise-caliber, franchise-altering quarterbacks that are going to be in the 2020 draft. Uh, whether or not the Miami Dolphins choose to draft one has yet to be determined. But again, you are not your hand is not being forced here. If Josh Rosen is the guy or is not the guy, you can go out there and you can do whatever you want next season. You have two draft picks in every round except for the first. If you really wanted to move up there to get a Tua, to get a Justin Herbert, to get a Jordan Love, say you finish with a top five, top six pick, you have a King's ransom at your disposal. You can do whatever you want in this draft. Or you can stay put with Josh Josh Rosen and head into 2021 with arguably the greatest quarterback coming out in recent memory. And Trevor Lawrence, probably one of the best quarterback prospects we have ever seen. So Dolphins have lots of options, lots of potential. But overall, you look at it here, the offensive line, I mean, you're starting to see some continuity there. You're starting to see with Guggen here that they are going to start mixing and matching and trying to figure out what offensive line works best for this roster. They are also going to evaluate the quarterback position. As of now, Ryan Fitzpatrick, clear-cut starter. Uh, Josh Rosen was working with the scout team today. That's how bad it got. But again, this might just be to try to push him, to try to prove that he has what it takes and to see how he responds. Because when your back's against the wall, that is when you are at your best. So Josh Rosen needs to step up in these coming days. Rosen needs to prove to himself and this coaching staff that he belongs in the NFL, that this is something that he has worked his entire life to get to, and there is nothing that is going to stand in his way or stop him from becoming the franchise quarterback that many believe. But again, guys, we are very, very early into training camp. We have not even got through a week of Dolphins training camp, and the hot takes are flying. Dolphins Twitter is in midseason form, almost unbearable to go on there and to refresh the timeline. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for everything that you've done, uh, for giving me a platform to talk about the Miami Dolphins, all of our favorite football team. The Dolphins take the field tomorrow at 9.40 a.m. and then again on Thursday at 9.40 a.m. Lots to keep an eye on, lots to talk about. Thank you so much for joining us here on Finsider Daily. Hope you guys are enjoying these new quick hits from the Finsider Radio team. For Josh Houts and my fallen comrades, Matthew Kanata and Aaron Sutton, Hope you enjoyed this episode of Finsider Daily. We'll Finsider talk to you Radio, next time. Part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami has a dolphin.